Costa Mafia represent RMC, B&M, Intimate, Mock Rides, running this since Leap the Dips, motherfucker. I go to the park cause I got the good pass, a close parking spot so I don't walk my fat ass. I wear a t-shirt from a park far away cause I wanna brag about it like I do every day. I get on the rides but sometimes I don't fit, but I've been on more than you so I don't give a shit. Now I'm always taking pictures, you might find it kinda weird, if I fart in the line then I bet it gets clear. Cause I'm always drinking soda but I love a Starbucks, eating mad park food, double cheesy dip deluxe. I like to act like I know people who work for the park and if you're breaking any rules, you know I'll be a narc. I like to get in arguments on the internet Because IRL, you know I'm no threat But I know that I'm right, so I'll tell you you're wrong I'm a coaster asshole, this is my song Shouts to Rob Alvey Architect of coaster assholes all around the world 2019 Get banned Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. Hey, I'm Zach and I count carousels as credits. Fight me. Hey, I'm Ben and I lost an apple on Superman's pretzel loop. No, my apple! That was pretty close. That was pretty close. Yeah, I remember that, dude. That was hilarious. Dropped out of that guy's pocket. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, what are you drinking on tonight? Um, So, the same whiskey for the last two weeks. And uh, I just haven't been able to keep beer in the house because I've been sick. Are you still sick? Uh, Yeah, that's just called living in Seattle. I think it's just going to be like, I'm going to be sick for six months. Oh, Lord. So He's got the Seattle plague. I am sipping on a Schlitz over here. That's uh, it's good. That's a good one. The beer that made Ben famous. Shit, I'm not famous. Right, we wish. And we are joined here by a guest tonight on Your Co- Favorite Coaster Sucks. I'm John, and there's cat fur, <laughs> cat fur on my beer. <laughs> That's right. We got John Rev in the studio, and... Uh, We'll we'll let him get a more formal introduction in a little bit, but first... Wait, I actually love how you said in the studio because of like the... Stu- <laughs> We're both in studio apartments and it's just kind of funny. Yeah, well, that that's what I meant. I, I don't... I, I'm sorry if the listener thought that I meant like a studio. We're, we're all in studio apartments here. That's how we record. Uh, of course, myself in Chicago and Ben in Seattle, this is the kind of studio space that we can afford so that's what we're working with here um now <laughs> we'll uh we'll get back to john rev here in the studio let him get him a little bit more mic time and a more formal introduction here in a minute but first we got some goddamn news to cover so ben let's get to it um so the disney skyliner is reopened let's say how long until the next accident if you like to bet this might be a good one to bet on there we go send us Send us your guesses. I don't know what the Vegas odds currently are going on the Disney Skyliner accidents, but I'm going to guess that you got a pretty good bet here. Won't be long before another two-mile-per-hour collision occurs. Invest in uh, first aid kits with notebooks in them. You ever see that video from, uh, I think it was Asia, where the escalator just kind of fails and everyone just starts piling on the bottom of it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you ever see the similar video where the man falls through the escalator at the top? No. And gets like and gets eaten by it, but he didn't get uh like lacerated at all. He was actually fine. He just kind of fell into the pit. Yeah, and got like thrown around the mechanics. Well, now we would know what would happen if Disney opened a park like Universal Studios Hollywood that had escalators in it. Like the 80-foot tall ones. Those are scary as shit. Yeah, they are. Or if Disney World, the fucking people movers, just decided to do maximum overdrive and start eating the people. That was called Rocket Rods. Oh my god. <laughs> so, uh, so Ford and Universal have teamed up to launch the first immersive in-car VR experience. Like, as if old people driving wasn't scary enough. Yeah, that just sounds kind of terrifying. Unless it's an autopilot thing, but... Or are you supposed to do like so you can watch ads while you're driving instead of driving? No, you can just see turns coming up that aren't actually there. 
Oh my god, imagine if they did that with ads, but like it is an advertisement for like a fake brick wall and you think you're going to run into it and then it's just like <laughs> buy Pepsi. Yeah, or Pepsi. All state now. <laughs> Six Flags Great America. Ride Max Force. <laughs> It's when it has the rollback. Yeah, but it's like cheaped out, so it's the obvious like fake brick wall. Like from uh, that 3D maze screensaver. Really dating ourselves here. Yeah, we're old. Universal Studios has announced they will be bringing a new stunt show based on the Bourne film series. I've never seen the movie, so I will not be seeing that show. Yeah, I mean, what? The last one came out, what, 10 years ago? No, they had one a couple years ago. <laughs> That'd be like if Kings Island relocated Face Off and kept the Face Off name. But to oh, so demon drop syndrome. Yeah, but like wherever they open it, they're like, "What the fuck is face off?" Yeah, I mean, it that name's already gone. But if they brought it back, that would be hilarious. They're like new for 2022. Dorney Park face off. Didn't you guys just remove one of these? <laughs> yeah, they just have to paint it a different color, or they could pull a Six Flags and just build them next to each other, so they could like, if one's down, one is up. The first ever dueling inverted boomerangs. <laughs> With interlocking loops. Oh, God. <laughs> that actually would be pretty cool. Fuck. <laughs> you would. Every RCT two player's wet dream. Interlocking two boomerangs. 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 <laughs> boomerangs. Boomerangs. That's how you talk after you get off one. <laughs> so, um, somebody with a lot of ambition and money and dedication decided... To visit every U.S. Disney and Universal Park in one day. Yeah, there's no point to that. Like, you've not won anything that the general population has or doesn't have. Well, my big question was, like, how do you, like, rank a... How do you quantify a visit? Is it, like, you ride a ride? You take a piss? Like, what, what is it that you do that counts as a visit, you know? Maybe, maybe he just, like, waits in line. Like, any line for 10 minutes. And it was like, I just had the Disney experience, but in wherever, Tokyo. I waited I waited 10 minutes for cotton candy that I didn't buy, and then I went to Epcot. Yeah, I'm sure it's part of it. Maybe he just takes a selfie on the park premises, or, I don't know, takes a piss or something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. If he just goes to the bathroom, like, and at least one, one or two of those parks, due to the time difference, he had to take a shit. Yeah, right. Eat a snack. I don't know. Do shitter credits count as a credit? I mean, if, I think it's on a different list, but I think there should be a theme park shitter credit challenge. All right, that's it. Open challenge. Your favorite Coaster Sucks listeners, you know what to do. Why don't you give us your top 10 theme park shitters? Um, Circus Circus Resort in Las Vegas, which is the home to Adventure Dome Amusement Park, has been sold from MGM to the owner of Treasure Island further south of the strip i mean that ride what is that one uh el loco el loco and canyon blaster are the only two notable credits there coasters yeah and like the gap of canyon blaster and el loco is probably like what 25 years plus i mean i mean they i think they i mean i think by now they figured out that vegas families do not want to go to vegas i don't know i saw several kids when i was there it was very odd those are just like gambling and alcoholic parents trying to like yeah kids we're gonna go to vegas on our family vacation but they just spend the whole time in the casino i thought you were gonna say gambling and alcoholic kids and i was like i want to see those kids (laughs) oh but you know what i'm saying like they drag the kids to vegas and they just really want to gamble what you know and here, here's 20 bucks. Go ride the rides. Dad, I don't want... Go ride the rides! Yeah, and then, like, the, every once in a while, like, the mom will come checking up. And she's got, like, that big-ass, like, miller Light cup. Are you... Kids... Are you... Having fun? So, uh, a team of researchers is doing a project on ride wait times. How much can you know on wait times? One train means a longer wait time? I don't fucking know. Anything more than 45 minutes probably isn't worth your time. I mean, what are they going to figure out? It's like, oh, it's slow employees and slow public riders that are making wait times longer. There's really nothing you can do to fix it. I mean, you're right. This is someone's thesis we're talking about here. Man, I feel sorry for that kid. Someone is getting paid to pay attention to this shit. Maybe it's like an underpaid or it's like an unpaid graduate school project. 
Probably. Hey, you're recently out of college with a master's degree? We're looking for people to research ride wait times for $3 an hour. Here, we're buying you a season pass, and then you just got to go to the park every day and... Wait in line and don't ride the ride. (laughs) Yeah, you have to turn around because it cuts into other time you could be waiting. Why why ride when you can just wait in more lines? Is this like that... Fairly Odd Parents oh. episode. When do we get to the ride? This is the ride. Yay! <laughs> Why don't they have that at uh, Minnesota Nicolet Unique Universe? That'd be a better addition than a spinning coaster. Yeah, that would be. Jorgen Von Strangle. Um, so Six Flags Magic Mountain is serving a sangria drink in an IV bag. So all of you bloodletting fetishes out there can, hey, you can be public and go to the park and find each other and find some love, hopefully. Uh, get tested, take prep, all that stuff. Be careful with the blood stuff. We're not condoning that here at Your Favorite Coaster Sucks. Although it is Halloween season, get freaky, do what you like, but do not think that we are condoning anything dangerous. Well, Practice careful. Well, so you know they do have a blood lube out there, right? What? Ugh, what? Yeah, it exists. And that's... Like human blood or what? <laughs> no, it's fake blood, but it's a lubricant. Oh. It's a, it's an adult lubricant that's blood. Is that when you like want to simulate like rough, unlubricated anal sex? I don't know. And, uh, Is this like the Jeffrey Dahmer experience? Or... Ugh. You're from Milwaukee. You know this shit. Yeah, I think there's... Like, you can play six degrees of Jeffrey Dahmer. Like if you're like if you're if you're gay in Milwaukee, you can kind of like like oh shit, I'm only like three away. But um Yeah, the blood lube, I don't know what you do with it. I don't really want to know. Maybe Screamsters, maybe like Screamsters or like Halloween employees like use it. I, I could see that if you're one of those people. Could be useful. But I guess this is a sangria drink, so might be good. Who knows? Uh, Cedar Point's going to auction off some items from the Town Hall Museum. If Rob Elvey doesn't steal them first and put them on eBay. <laughs> Taking bets, how many basements is that shit going to wind up in? Oh, there is this big ass, um, there's a huge building on, uh, I think it's like First or whatever road intersects with the Causeway Road um, where the employee dorms are. So there was this abandoned building where they actually used to store all the game toys. And it was a super dilapidated building that it was just dumping in storage. Abandoned building, I'm interested. I think they knocked it down, though. There's some uh, interesting cinder block homes in that neighborhood, too. But I'm going to guess Cedar Point's probably giving away, like, old uniforms and probably pamphlets. You could probably get a shit ton of pamphlets or, um, like... That old model of Mean Streak? That'd probably go for a lot of money. Old uniforms, you know, people are going to be playing out their best roleplay fantasies with that. Excuse me, how come the socks aren't included with this uniform? So in uh, 2010, they actually brought back all these vintage uniforms from, I think, like the 70s or the 80s. Um, so fortunately, I was in Challenge Park, so I didn't have to wear them. But they were like, uh, it was like a gay Boy Scout. That's the best way you could describe it. So the women had these jumpers. That gave you gave them these like giant like saggy pouches like by their stomach, and then the males were like these like really short baby blue shorts with like red and blue stripes. It was gay. Were you required to have a mustache? But you no, but you were allowed to actually. So they didn't allow beards at the time, but you could have a mustache if it was fully grown before your first day. Did they find a kilo of cocaine in these uniforms? You could probably find some on Magnum supports. Only in the mustaches of the employees. Luckily, there weren't a few. Luckily, like, facial hair wasn't a thing back then. Did they save the mustaches as part of the uniforms? They should. They should. So, uh... Maury's Piers has announced they are beginning to use drones to inspect the rides. Another drone sto- What the fuck is up with theme parks and drones? I'm... It just sounds terrifying. But they're... I guarantee there's gonna be an accident at some point. I'm sure. They're like, no, the wooden track looks good. Uh, did you have... A, ca- a carpenter go check it out? Yeah, he flew a drone over it. It looks fine. Shit, don't give Mount Olympus any ideas. Oh my god. <laughs> it's just like the owner, he steps out on his back porch and he like flies the drone up in the air. He's like, alright, well I can see the rides are standing and then just 
goes back in the house. <laughs> Nothing's on fire. He's just like a smoke watcher. Valley Fair has announced... Hey, you didn't say it right. Valley Fair! <laughs> there you go. Has announced that they are removing their looping starship. Uh, fuck, that was a really good ride. I love those things. Well, now it's going bye-bye. Hopefully not to Mexico. Replacing a triple loop coaster. How about we just trade the triple loop coaster for the looping starship? Cedar Fair is not going to buy a coaster for Valley Fair. It's not about if it killed somebody. They're just not going to spend the money. They barely want to, like, even buying new wood for track is already a stretch for them. It's like, oh, there's a lot of purchases for lumber. Are you building another ride? No. No, we're trying to make sure Renegade doesn't kill somebody. Like Son of Beast. Oh, no, that didn't kill anybody. It got close. Yeah, it, it probably would have killed somebody. But, you know, one of those Ohio coaster weirdos worked on the maintenance team, and they were like, hey, we can't have this happen. <laughs> That's probably true, actually. Or he was, like, one of the original Beast guys. I bet the, like, uh, I bet the maintenance team who works on the Beast has been there since the Beast opened, and it's one of those, like, legacy crews you just can't get into. <laughs> so is it, like, a conspiracy? Beast crew sabotaging Son of Beast? Probably. Oh, Ben, there's one for your segment. Yes, cue some Alex Jones, Gay Frogs. We'll cue up the Unsolved Mysteries theme song. They're fucking up the beast, I, I swear to God. They're turning the frickin' frogs gay. They're turning the beast gay! <laughs> Don't kill me, Alex Jones. A New York man is suing NBC Universal over their soda refill policy. Uh, so apparently the guy was pissed that he couldn't get drinks fast enough beyond the, it was like a 10 minute limit or something between drinks, claiming that it wasn't, uh, unlimited. Give me my diabetes now. Yeah. How much are you fucking drinking? I need to piss, damn it. He probably was just trying to share his drinks to people and he got pissy. Is that when it lapsed? Like he couldn't get unlimited sodas because he had to go take a piss? Oh, maybe. Shit. Maybe he had like a catheter. Maybe he had like a fake bladder, like a camelback with him. And he was just like emptying the cups into this camelback. He's like, I'm a, I'm going to have enough Sprite to get me through the whole winter. Man, I need one of, I need one of those when I go to Canada's Wonderland. Cause there's like no bathrooms in that park. Oh, <laughs> dude, the, the video of you trying to find a bathroom at Canada's Wonderland. Yeah. It was like five years ago. I almost pissed myself on behemoth and, then did it again the next day. As, as if I didn't learn. <laughs> no, there's seriously, I swear to God, there's probably, I, I guarantee you, there's three, maybe four bathrooms in that park. There's one at the entrance, there's one inside of the mountain, and then there's the one by um, the, the wild mouse in the kids section. And I think that's it. Shit, and piss. Because that's a huge park. Yeah, so like you get off of Behemoth and you got to piss your pants and you're like, fuck, I got all the way to the, you know, the kids section. But I think we rode um, Skyrider like one or two more times and then it made it just worse. But like that is probably the one coaster you could probably piss on easily if you had, like, if you really had to. Well, we were talking about scary stuff in parks. Here's something scary. Universal Studios Beijing is going to use facial recognition technology for their admissions. Just like everything else in that country. It's so fucking crazy. Or just like going to Walmart right here in America. Do they use facial recognition? Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. Uh, Yeah, I suppose it's kind of like everywhere. You're just sort of fucked. But I wonder, it would be interesting to see if if Universal Beijing is tied into that whole, um, you know, like that whole social credit score system they have. Yeah, it might be. It's like, oh, this is John Kim. Don't let him in. He didn't call a girl back after a date. Yeah, or like, oh, you've jaywalked ten times. No fun for you for six months. And they like, you try to like scan your face to go into the park, and it's just like the gate closes and turns red with like a frown face. You mean there's no drop floor? <clears throat> That'd be better. But I, I could like, they should make it at least give you some ride on the way out. Does. Does the drop floor slide count as a credit? Yeah, well, you get to slide directly to Xi Jinping's office and then and then immediately go to jail like Monopoly. Yeah, it's probably like an assembly line. And we're banned from China. Okay, great. The podcast probably is banned from China. I'm sure we are. China, we're coming your way 2026. We'll see you then. All right, time for a fun-ass segment. I love it. 
Ben, I think you love it too. John, maybe you love it too. This is the Killer Coaster of the Week. This week's Killer Coaster is the new Texas Giant at Six Flags over Texas. Now, I just rode this for the first time a couple weeks ago. It's insane, and I totally see how that incident happened. Yeah, I mean, I think she was ejected on the first drop or like the first that first double up hill um i guess like what remember remember there was actually an, like an animation recreation of the incident no i haven't seen it it was in one of those uh the Nicki minaj rides gate sleeper <laughs> okay that's what i was uh, kind of thinking that those uh gerslauer trains those are gerslauer right yeah those ones are yeah they really don't have a lot of sides they're pretty open. No, they put that like thin clear plastic on the sides to try and help, but like yeah. Yeah, it just like cuts into your armpits when you got your hands up. So they did the dark knight thing, the dark knight coaster thing? Yeah, they got yeah, the same plexiglass shit. It does look better than what they do on American Eagle Blue Side when they run it backwards. Remember like they uh they have like the super giant ones on one side, the wings. Right. Like it's a maxi pad. <laughs> well, I'd say overall Awesome ride. Crazy ass airtime. When was the last time you rode this, Ben? Um, I think 2012. John, you ever ridden New Texas Giant? Man, I can't afford to travel. <laughs> You've been on Goliath close enough. Yeah, same thing. It's time for the Disney Minute. The Disney Minute. <laughs> Come to this happy place. Welcome. Disneyland is your land. We're going to go get our tickets and head to Disneyland. We're back at the happiest place on earth. Disneyland. Welcome, everyone. I'm here today at Disneyland. Today we are going to talk about things we wish we'd known before we went to Disney World. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Thank you. The Avengers e-ticket coming to Disneyland will have all new ride system. Primeval World reopened. A man was arrested at Disney World for molesting children. Plus one for Rocket. The Disney Minute. <laughs> all right, uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna forego the typical listener question section this week. Although if you do have a question, please email it to your favorite coaster sucks at gmail.com. We'll answer it here on the show. So this week we got a guest as you've been hearing our guest today is the infamous owner and operator of sifgamzone.com. This is the one and only John Rev. Hello. And uh, you're here plugging what today, John? Hey, uh, former coaster enthusiast turned criminal. You can buy some of my photo prints at the Karcher Art Space Lofts in Waukegan, Illinois, if you are so inclined. Go check him out. We see you listening, Libertyville. Go give John Rev some love. Now, we got some questions for you, John. First and foremost, what is is the worst roller coaster you've ever ridden. Green Lantern, Six Flags Magic Mountain. Fuck that ride. Can't be that bad. Depending on your body type, it will neuter you. So wherever it is winding up, I wish them well. Yeah, screw the Canadians. Actually, the French Canadians specifically. Going to La Ronde, right? Yeah. I was going to say, because like Cobra, uh, or La Cobra, is other the, my most painful like ball-crushing experience on a ride was La Cobra. So now there's two there. So it's like this official CBT park. Wait, I thought they removed Cobra. Oh shit! That's there we go. They just replaced one with another. I thought that they I thought they turned that one into pop cans. Shit, probably. Um. Oh yeah. So we're. I brought this up briefly before. Um. So like, what's your favorite shitter? And since we're all from Great America, what specifically is your favorite shitter at Great America, and elsewhere? So the uh, Southwest Territory shitters because of the convenient slide on the side of the building <laughs> you know what i'm talking about right yeah yeah the splinter wooden slide thing yeah 
That was a great photo uh, because that one dude looks like Mario going into the sewer pipe that's like in front of us. Remember that? Not to mention that's a very easy way to wipe your ass. The wooden slide. You might get a splinter or two, but you know what? Six Flags can deal with a stain on the side of the slide. I mean, the building is brown, so everything matches. If it's painted brown, then we're good. What ride have you waited longest in line for, and was it worth it? King to Ka, five hours. I did not ride it because it broke down. Fuck that ride. Wow. Shit, that's a burn. That is when I ceased to be a coaster enthusiast. So you didn't even get the credit after waiting five hours? Negative. Jesus Christ, have a Six Flags day, huh? That was the day of a power outage at Great Adventure. I have three credits at at Great Adventure. Uh, Medusa, before Bizarro. El Toro, so it was at least worth that. And Great American Scream Machine. I mean, at least you got I got got on some of those like good rides there. Yeah, Scream Machine. That was a good ride. It was just like Shockwave, but I felt like it was more trimmed than Shockwave. It was. And then there's Viper, which is just glorious at Magic Mountain. Yeah, that's a that's that's a good one. I like the loopers. Sad to see Vortex go. Thank you very much, Delusions. That's great. I look forward to uh, drinking Schlitz out of the inevitable beer cans it'll be turned into. Cheers. Uh, so what's the best dragon wagon you've ever been on? Lake County Fair, because that's probably the only dragon wagon I've been on. Here's a two-parter. Have you ever asked a ride operator out? And if so, have you ever fucked a ride operator? Negative and negative. Good, good answer. Sorry, I don't have a joke for that one. No, that's good. That that keeps it that keeps it drama free. If you dated someone in a, working at a theme park, or if you dated someone working at a theme park, and it came with benefits associated with what department? What department would you choose? Would it vary on your age? So we're dating someone based on the occupation and what entitlements it could entitle me to. Right. So do you go for a foods person? Do you go for maintenance, ride operation, lifeguard? Maintenance. Easy, maintenance, so I could loot whatever crap is sitting in their boneyard. I speak as the resident hoarder of your favorite coaster sucks. <laughs> yeah, you might be the unofficial historian. Archaeologist? Or anthropologist, I don't know, we'll see. <laughs> what is the most annoying experience you've had with a theme park employee? Well, there was the time I had a camera clipped to my belt on Little Dipper, of all rides, at Great America... And I got screamed at by a ride supervisor and scared, apparently, a couple of coaster enthusiasts in the process. Um, or there was a time I... Another Great America story. Uh, geniuses decided to line cars up for the security toll booth and uh, not open the lane that I conveniently was sitting in front of. So about 10 minutes of me sitting with cars next to me on both sides, going in the toll booth, and I get tired of sitting there. No one bothers to ask, what the hell is going on? Why are you sitting here? So I get out of my car, move the cone, and proceed to get screamed at by the Paul Blart sitting in the toll booth for moving his precious cone. So it's like, dude, I want to come into your park and spend money. Fuck you. Seems like Six Flags. The funny thing is, is like I'm sure if we saw that guy, he's probably still there. Probably. Is he? Was he like a staple employee? Middle age, balding. Yeah, that's a that's a lifer right there. We just filtered like maybe five percent off the list. <laughs> What's the most? What do you think is the most overweighted? Overweighted. <laughs> yeah. What do you th- What do you think is the most overweighted roller coaster? It depends on how many enthusiasts are riding it. <laughs> there, that's a good joke. In your experience, what park has the most overweighted? Roller coaster. Wait. God damn it. <laughs> How strong was that down? Alright, what is the most what is the most overweighted roller coaster? <laughs> Come on guys, it's not that funny. I just don't want to say the right way of saying it. No, I'm I, I can't I just don't I can't. 
What is what is, in your opinion? Just this is me asking this like word for word in my brain. What is the most intentionally asking this overweighted roller coaster? What is it? If you had to answer it. Well, goddamn, who's weighing the fucking track here? Next question. Or whatever. What's the most overrated roller coaster you think? Goliath, Great America, weakest RMC. We got a hot take here on your favorite coaster sucks. Nice. How could you say something so brave? Are you prepared for Rocco to show up at your house again? Again? I think I have a restraining order against that. Nice. How, how did how did that happen? He showed up at my house over Spoderman memes. Do you know how he found your address? Google. Oh, shit. Uh... Word, word to the wise, yeah, your address, if you're listening to this, is probably on there. That just sounds so terrifying um, from a fucking roller coaster enthusiast. I think, um, yeah, I think you probably have the, the best Rocco story. Well. Yeah, that's the best. All this over Spoderman memes, might I remind you. So, to to make it, to bring it back to something less terrifying... In your experience, what park has the most overweight guests? Does America count by default? So that's just any park in America? Sure, why not? I am a real American. Don't include me. No, that one's going in for sure. (laughs) Sensitive stories will leave out, but anything else that gets recorded, that's at my discretion. So, um... Do you have any buffet horror stories? I have been fortunate to never have actually been to an Acer buffet. Any general buffets? Any without any that were terrible? Like any that you? I feel like you and I have hit a few. Did we do a buffet? Have Have you been at Golden Corral with us? Maybe once. Well, there was certainly a time that we were all at IHOP. Oh yeah, IHOP and White Castle. Yeah, I do recall a time at IHOP, and I do recall the time at White Castle. Do you remember trying to like? Remember all of us going out to try to eat at a Denny's or an IHOP, and we'd get this, we'd get one bill, and it was kind of like, why the fuck would you give a bunch of teenagers one bill? And uh, remember trying to like split up everybody's order, and it's like, no, you owe fifty three cents. You need to give us an extra dollar. Yep. Pretty sure that was another friend of ours doing all the bill splitting. Oh yeah, that's why Taco Bell. That's why Taco Bell was the easiest thing to do. Fun fact: I don't think I've had Taco Bell since we last all went to Great America. What? Holy shit! Fucking seriously, I eat Taco Bell like every week. I live a few towns over from Waukegan, Illinois. It has the best fucking Mexican food in the Chicago area. I swear to God. Yeah, but Taco Bell isn't Mexican food. Yeah, you don't go to Taco Bell because you want Mexican food. But that's the thing. I want Mexican food. Then, but you're in the wrong demographic for Taco Bell, then. Everyone is in the wrong demographic for Taco Bell. Fuck that place. Conversely, everyone who's had several beers is in the exact right demographic for Taco Bell. How often did we go to Great America and have a lot of beers prior? Frequently. Did we, all three of us? Awkward silence. There was a lot of Taco Bell. I don't know. There was a lot of Taco Bell. There was also a time I went next door to White Castle. I do remember that. Because you'd, you'd, you'd like wait in the drive through line at White Castle and we'd be done eating. And then it was like, oh, hey, I got my food. And we were, we were done for like an hour. Yeah, I remember that too. That was also getting drive through food in, anywhere in Gurney, Illinois at... What? Like 11? after park closing? Yeah, at like 11 o'clock at night. So, yeah, the fir- well, the first time Zach and I hung out, this was um, summer 07 during uh, Coasters After Dark. Remember that? We were all in, uh, we were all in your, or like, you're, you were all in your friend's car, and we couldn't, they wouldn't let us do split orders, so let's, like, let's all just walk through the drive-thru. Keep your pants on! Yeah, so we all split up in different cars, and then we had like three of us in different cars all honking our horns, and there's this... <laughs> Older woman in front of us in a van trying to feed her, like, grandkids or something. It's just, yeah, he yells, keep your pants on. Yeah, dude, Taco Bell, a lot of horror stories there. Or, like, particularly the toilet I used after. (laughs) All right, John, last question for you. This is an either-or. Cotton candy or ice cream? Funnel cakes, fight me. So I guess that's going to be an answer for, like, uh, an ice cream then, because, like, a funnel cake sundae. Why do you have to ruin a good thing? 
America. We covered this with the overweight thing already. Yeah, ice cream on a funnel cake is kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, it's like a pound of sugar. I mean, you could only eat one a year, right? Dude, I can't eat any. I'm vegan now. What the hell is not vegan in a funnel cake? The entire thing. I mean, it's pure sugar. There's dairy in every part of that. Ice cream, whipped cream, oh, yeah. funnel cake batter. Okay, yeah. I'll I'll stick with my nice and healthy Dole Whips, thank you. Are those vegan? Yes, they are. That's good. Shouts to Dole Whips. All right, well, that was our little interview segment here with John Rev, and now we're happy to invite him on to discuss our main topic with us. When did coaster enthusiasm go mainstream? What the hell's going on, guys? Come on, we've, we've all been in this shit for over 10 years. When did this become a mainstream thing? What the fuck? I mean, I think it's kind of cool. I'm sure part of it is bringing us back after, I don't know, half a decade of not really participating. But it is probably social media. It's probably it. Social media kind of blows everything up. Are we all basers, basers now? Born again coaster enthusiasts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I mean, like, I guess, but what considers as what's considered as born again? Like, what's your like? Do you have to hit like an annual credit limit to be back into it? Or that's a that's a good question. Like, what what makes you a coaster enthusiast again? Because like, I feel like I was still interested in all that time. I just didn't really do shit. Yeah, it's like oh, I, I'm gonna go to a barbecue instead of going to a, an amusement park, and the decision like wasn't a problem. It was just like oh yeah, like that's fine. Yeah, it's like. Ten years passed, and I was just like, I'm going to drink beers and drop out of community college a couple times instead of going to amusement parks. Yeah, like, the fact that Silverwood's my favorite amusement park, and it's five hours away now, and I have no urge to go. Like, I just can't find time to go, even though I have plenty of time. It's just sad. Maybe next year. Speak for yourself, bud. I'm, I'm back out there. I'm trying to get on some rides. Back out of the closet. Again, speak for yourself, bud. I will say, though, that I don't really bring up the coaster thing in dating until, like, a little later. That's been, like, my first thing every time. Like, when I was using dating apps, it was, like, I put out, like, Disneyland is better than Disney World. Shit, that's actually probably a good line for it. Well, yeah, dude, it's great. You can talk with a lot of... Well, for me, I like to talk to women, but, you know, you can talk to dudes about that shit, too. Yeah. Well, there's actually a lot of... I will say, though, in, the in like, the gay world, that gay men typically are more into roller coasters than straight people, so... At least it seems like... It seems that way. Yeah, that does seem true. You got the odds in your favor there. Are they attracted to the idea of a guy who is... Not afraid of something they are afraid of, though. I don't think so. I don't think, like, the act of riding roller coasters makes you attractive. <laughs> yeah, because if it did, all the coaster boys out there would be getting mad fucking pussy. Right. It's not like, hey, look at me. I can sit down in a seat and buckle a seatbelt and pull a lap bar down and then ride through this circuit of a ride, an amusement park device. And then I walk off of it. It's not really a lot of points to be attractive. But like, I, I think if you're into parks, though, maybe it makes you seem more fun, which could be attractive. Or like you travel and you're not just, I don't know, living some boring life. True. There's something interesting about like, oh, yeah, I like to go to different places and like visit amusement parks until the creepy factor kicks in. I mean, as long as you're not trying to be like, hey, like on a third date, fourth date. Like, hey, so you want to drive seven hours. If we get up at three in the morning, we'll drive seven hours to this park, and it's just a dragon wagon. And we'll go to we'll go to a media day where we can only ride the one ride. Yeah. After waiting four hours. With a bunch of other fat, sweaty fucks. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Goliath Media Day was probably the worst media day. I just wanted to interject that. I'm not going to argue with that. I didn't get to attend because they moved the date so many times. I couldn't keep taking off work. But, it, you know, it's, it's funny, though, like, because uh, the counter arguments of people complaining about me today was like, oh, you should feel thankful. You should feel thankful that you were at least invited and able to ride the ride before the public. And it's like, but it's a media day. Like, the whole point of a media day is to show off how great your park is and how great the ride is. So if you're running one train and people are waiting three hours to ride it, that doesn't exactly send a good message. It's kind of like a cheap, it's like a cheap way to not have your shit together, you know? Attending a media day is just making yourself a pawn or to a uh, advertising scheme. I mean, yeah. 
Yeah, you're just supposed to look excited. But like, if there's a big difference because you know Cedar Fair media days are usually pretty cool, and they'll they'll open up other rides and they'll have food and stuff. And then Six Flags is just like, yeah, you can wait in this long ass line, and we're gonna run one train. Where in the case of Goliath, maybe one of the wheels will shred. Oh yeah, that's right. Remember when Alan Shilke cut us off for the last row? Were you were you in the last row waiting with me? No, I rode with his sister. Oh okay. Oh that's right. That's right. Yeah, I remember like I was in the the I was in line for the very last row, and like all of a sudden Alan Shilke just walks up on the platform, and like the gates open, and he just sits down, and not even to like excuse me, it was just kind of like just sat, and then like did like a shoulder shrug, and I'm like I'm like all right. I just got cut off by Alan Shilke. I was just kind of pissed. Look, if the god of roller coasters wants to cut you off. <laughs> right, it's like, oh, what am I supposed to like? At least I didn't like sniff the seat or something. <laughs> he didn't shit on the rail of Goliath. <laughs> All right, but when can we pinpoint as like coaster enthusiasm becoming a mainstream thing? Because it seems like only within the past like four or five years that it's really been a mainstream thing. I'm going to say Coaster Studios had something to do with it. We see you over there, Taylor Bobby. I think just the whole blogging, because remember before bloggers, roller coaster videos on YouTube were just raw POVs or music video style. And I think, I you know, the blogger style kind of helped people connect to the kind of like connect to the whole world of it easier. I'm going to make a hot take here and just say 2003. That's when roller coasters went mainstream? Yes. When everyone and their mother was on a coaster form. I mean, that's true. I I think... Well, shit. Didn't most, I think most of us probably joined in 03 on Sifcam World when... Uh, like, remember when they were posting Superman Ultimate Flight updates? Yep. Yeah, that was like 03. I think that was when the form was new. And then I said, yeah, most of us that know each other probably joined then. For me, it was between Sifcam World and Coaster Buzz in 2002, 2003 or so. Oh my god, Coaster Buzz. That's about the same time I got into coasters, and I'm going to guess for you too, Ben, right? Um, well, like, what are you kind of into? Because I was, I was honestly pretty, pretty obsessed as a kid from when I was like four or five. Well, same thing, but more like into the community, I guess. Oh, Probably, like, mainly 05. So I didn't really do much until Theme Park Review came around. And I was one of the first. I was like, I, I think I joined the day it launched. Yeah, I think I might have, too. Before that, I was on, like, Sifgam World and, like, uh, Thrill Network. That was when I was really into. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Yeah, because Alvy came along and he kind of ruined all the other forms that there were for roller coasters. Yeah, it was kind of like he absorbed everything and then... Like, left, let it be, and it just sort of dissolved. Well, yeah, now it's, like, not a really fun place to go post a TPR because it's all just roller coaster conversation prescribed to whatever thread you're officially assigned to. Yeah, it's like, uh, Orion Construction Updates, page 13,605. Yeah, pretty much. It's like the official King's Island thread. If you were to start that Orion construction thread, it'd be like, please use the official King's Island thread. I still think it's funny that Wes stole my name and he's still using it. It's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, Wes41190, which of course Ben can uh, very much so stake a claim in for very obvious reasons. 41,190. But I don't, I don't want to give Alvy that much credit. I don't think he took Coaster's mainstream. No, he didn't. It seems like now... It's just more of a mainstream thing. I guess maybe partially it's like the parks responding to fans after a certain point. Like, you know, parks are open later in the season and they're like selling this kind of merchandise that really appeals to coaster enthusiasts and stuff. Yeah. It seems like at a certain point that kind of changed. I know also like RMC probably had a lot to do with it as well yeah giving birth to like really pansy coaster enthusiasts yeah it's like ow i rode monsu and my head hit the restraint yeah where it's like riding an rmc will turn you into a basic coaster boy steel vengeance will be your number one about half your top 10 is rmc's you're basic yeah also i'm gonna go ahead and say it i think reddit played a part into it like r slash theme parks r slash roller coaster 
Yeah, I think that probably helped too. Well, yeah, it probably helped. It, I think um, the internet probably helped open up avenues for like different levels of coaster enthusiasts. So if we were the hardcore like loser nerd category, Reddit kind of gives the passive, you know, the people who go to a park maybe once or twice a year and don't really care about, I don't know, how many bolts are on. Fuck, I don't know. Insert loop on certain ride. So like... Was Reddit the bridge to the bridge from general public to coaster enthusiasts? Yeah, like it, it kind of. I mean, because think about it like before you had to join a forum, and that was really your only avenue, is either forums or coaster events. Those are some pretty big commitments for people who only go to a park once or twice a year, or they're. I don't know, they're like only into Universal or they're only into Disney or something. Yeah, and I think also Reddit coupled with like social media, like Facebook groups and stuff, it made it that much more accessible for people who were like your average fan, like you're saying, Ben. Yeah, although I kind of, wouldn't it be great if we had coaster memes back in forum days? Like if that was a concept that was a thing? That'd be pretty funny. Yeah, that'd have been great. So many missed opportunities. Instead of just sharing photos of some croissant knees. <laughs> oh my god. Yep, that was that was what we did. That was how we had fun. But now it's it's a little bit different for uh for our younger listeners out there that are into roller coasters. We're all old and that's what we're talking about. It was a little di- bit different. 15 years ago but it also i mean so it also seems like parks are actually hitting record attendance or getting close to capacity more often so maybe like parks in general are just way crazier busy i mean yeah shit uh we record a week in advance so it's always last week's news but we'll go ahead and talk about this now i texted you this this morning ben cedar point hit capacity as of the day we're recording this. Yeah, that's so crazy. Although they say it's in re- in recorded history or whatever, but I'm pretty sure it happened in 2011 as well. Like, I actually want to say it's happened a couple of times when I worked there. On, the like, Saturdays when they ran out of parking spaces. Okay, maybe, oh, that's what it was. They ran out of parking spaces and they're actually parking people off the side of the road in the causeway. Like, parallel parking off the road. Uh that's crazy, dude. So, yeah, maybe, like, parks are reaching higher attendance, but I feel like there's just more Coaster Boys now than there were when, you know, the three of us met. Yeah, it wasn't just some, I don't know, guys with a beer gut in a tank top talking about how the Beast is the best roller coaster in the world. <laughs> right, yeah, it wasn't like you would just happen upon some YouTube videos and be like, yeah, roller coasters are cool. Like, you had to know you liked that shit, and you had to seek it out specifically. Kind of like uh, being gay. Yep, exactly like being gay. It's not like you just see a penis on the internet. And... All right, well, I think that uh, pretty much wraps up the topic pretty well. Excuse the pun. It's time to uh, pay tribute to a dead ride. This week, we are going to pay tribute to... Hypersonic XLC, formerly at Kings Dominion in Virginia. Now, I love this fucking ride. I thought the launch was awesome. The airtime was great. It's a little weird that I had those air tires, but uh, I thought it was really great. Ben, you ever get on this thing? No. John, you ever get on this ride? Nope. I got to see it station. That's about as far as I've gotten. Well, I got on this thing twice in 05. I actually convinced my mom... To ride this ride with me once, which is awesome. Um, yeah, you know, prototype rides, they're never going to work how they're supposed to work. That's just, that's what prototypes do. All right, yeah, so, well, I love that fucking ride. I'm going to drink one to Hypersonic XLC. It just sucks that, it just sucks that they, they had to change it, um, even the Japan Dota Dompa. Although, having a phallic-shaped top hat just doesn't seem very comfortable. No, it was a little weird, but it had some great fucking airtime. At least Hypersonic did. I don't know about Dodompa, now Doe Dodompa. 
Um, the loop looks cool. <clears throat> but I'm sure that top hat had some great airtime too. All right, now, uh, before we get on out of here, I want to remind you guys, please send us some emails at yourfavoritecoastersucks at gmail.com. Please give us a five-star rating and uh, leave some sort of feedback on whatever podcast app you are listening on. We are currently available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Now, only episodes four and after will appear on everything except for SoundCloud. So if you want our older episodes, you're going to have to go to our SoundCloud page to find those because we switched RSS feeds. So if you want older ones, check us out on SoundCloud. Of course, your favorite coaster sucks. Give us a follow on Twitter at CoasterYour or search for Your Favorite Coaster Sucks. Instagram at Your Favorite Coaster Sucks. We're at Facebook at Your Favorite Coaster S-U-X. And of course, if you're feeling generous, we are on Patreon at Your Favorite Coaster Sucks. So that's going to do it for this week. Of course, join us again next week as we tell you why your your favorite favorite coaster sucks. sucks.